Leadership is a learned skill. Welcome to episode number 28. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you exactly why going for a promotion actually matters. Why it matters to have you in a senior leadership position and why it's so important that you learn how to advocate for yourself so that you can actually get there. Listen on. Welcome to Maximize Your Career with Stacey Mayer, a podcast about achieving your career goals while also being yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Career with Stacey Mayer. So excited, as always, to be here with you this week. And as I get started in today's episode, I want to give a really big shout out to one of my clients. So I am so unbelievably proud of her. And it actually is a really fantastic segue into today's episode. So it's kind of like a combo. I just want to brag on her a little bit and then also show you what is possible when you truly own your power and your ability to actually go for a promotion. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, about why it's so important to go for a promotion, why it actually matters. And now my client, she was recently elected into a president position of a national organization in the United States. It's one of those, the American blah, blah, blah association, right? So a really major association. And it's been interesting because she knew for the last year that she was going to become president. So she was president-elect for a full year, and then she was automatically slated in to become president unless anyone ran against her, unless, you know, there are certain procedures. But for the most part, she was slated in to become president. So when I met her, she was president-elect, and she actually was looking for coaching support to just make sure that she was ready to succeed in that role. So she was preparing herself to succeed as president. And as far as going for a promotion, so like I said, she didn't necessarily need to do anything different over that year. She was already going to be elected. But what she really wanted to do was instill trust in the organization and the people. She also wanted to get clear on what her role would be, you know, how she would handle and manage stress or difficult situations. She wanted to up her game with her communication strategies, just all of those fantastic skills to really set herself up for success. But one of the things that I was super inspired by, she actually shared with me her her speech, her acceptance speech when she accepted the the position of becoming president just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and and so I listened to the speech several times in our coaching together. And one of the things that she talked about is how very early on in her career, she was actually given an opportunity to step up to, I think she actually used the word rise up, to take a position of power 
at her organization time and she declined it. She felt like she wasn't ready. The timing wasn't right. And she said no to this opportunity. And she talked about how there were very few regrets that she had in her career. But looking back at that moment, that was definitely a time in her career that she could have risen to the occasion and she chose not to. So then when the uh, opportunity came up for her, she raised her hand and said yes. And so that's the first thing that you need to do when you're looking for an opportunity and a position of leadership is literally to just say yes, to say yes to the opportunity, but you're also saying yes to yourself. So as I said, I'm going to be talking about why it is so important to go for a promotion. And this is a great example. So there are so many opportunities. And you know, I've met people who have come to me. And, and they have said that, you know, the, the COO position opened up, but I decided not to go for it because I didn't think that the timing was right. Um, And so it's not that they were necessarily asked to take the position, but they didn't even put their hat into the ring. They just said, you know, yes, it's it's something I want in the future, but the timing just wasn't right. And I decided not to apply for it. And then what happens is two or three years later, they're kind of like, man, maybe I should have taken that opportunity because now I feel really stuck. Now I feel like I don't know where I'm going and I don't know what's next for me. So the first reason and and the first thing that I want to encourage all of you to do is is to really just know that opportunities, they come, they do come to you at random times and we can't choose when the opportunity is going to come, but we can choose how we respond to that opportunity. And so when you do the work ahead of time on yourself, on your own leadership, you really study your communication, you understand what it means to be a senior executive leader, you know what you need to work on, and you know how to get out of the weeds and start thinking more strategically, doing all of that work ahead of time prepares you for when the opportunity arises so that you can raise your hand before you're ready, right? Because we're never really ready until we've actually done the job. So you just do the work as best you can to give you enough confidence to actually raise your hand. So it might seem weird to some of you to even wonder like, why would I even do an episode like you should go for a promotion? Because 50%, I'd say, of the clients that I get are super clear. They want a promotion. They want more money. They want a higher title. They want more impact at their organization, and they know exactly how to get it. They've been trying to get a promotion for a while, and they feel like they're not making any traction. So they're they're pretty open with me. They're like, you know, look, I need a promotion. This is it's it's not working. Help me figure this out. And then that's like a really specific goal. But the other fifty percent of the clients that come to me, it's not that cut and dry. They may there's they fall into one of two camps. Either they're in a position and they feel very insecure or unhappy or they're not sure what they want 
And so they're in that position. They kind of just want to be better at their job and better in that position, but they're not necessarily thinking about what's next, like title or salary or anything else going forward. Or they already have the title and they realize that they missed out on a few like leadership one-on-one trainings early on to really learn what it would take to make that transition into a senior leadership position. So they're already in a C-suite title or a senior, like a senior vice president or a vice president role, but they realize they're still in the weeds. They still have the same habits as before. Um, They're unable to think strategically. The CEO still doesn't give them the time of Day. So things like that. So they ha- still have the same problems, but they're not necessarily thinking about specifically, like, I need a promotion. So this is, this is, um, it's for the people who fall into the camp. I guess this episode is for everybody, right? For all of you to understand the benefits of a promotion. But I think I'm focused mostly on those of you who dismiss it. They say, you know what? The promotion is not important. The title is not important. What matters is the impact that I'm making. And I want to start out and say 150%. Like, I totally get it. It That is what matters, right? That is exactly what matters. And... Once you get that promotion, imagine the level of impact that you're actually going to be able to make at your organization. So I'm going to break that impact down a little bit later, but that's basically where I'm going. So stick with me if you're one of those people that kind of tends to shrug off the importance of getting a promotion. So there are a few reasons why you may not want to go for a promotion. So the first reason is that it's risky. So it's risky to be that blatantly obvious to your boss to say, I want a promotion, right? And so why does that feel risky inside? It feels risky because what if they say no? What if now you've all of a sudden opened up a door for them to tell you that you're not qualified, right? So what if you asking for a promotion and being really specific, and this is more so, you know, I mean, I'm obviously, I have a whole communication strategy that I teach my clients that really doesn't involve banging on your boss's door and saying, I want a promotion. So it's a much more subtle or approach than that. But it starts with you owning, I want a promotion. So you feel that it's risky to really want a promotion. So it's risky because they may say no. It's risky because um, you may feel so rejected that you already aren't happy with your position. You already aren't happy with, you know, your roles and responsibility and the impact that you're making at work. And so now if you try and go for a promotion and then they say no, now you feel even more miserable, right? So that all of that feels like a punch to your ego. And so you feel like, you know, it would be better just not to go for it. Like it's better to just see if it happens and kind of like just wait it out, like do a really good job, get high performance reviews. And then if they like me, then they'll promote me. Like that feels like an easier 
safer plan. So I want to kind of debunk this a little bit, which is that I think it's far riskier actually not to go for a promotion. And here's the reason why. Your boss already has these opinions about you. So you not asking um, doesn't actually change anything. They still think whatever they think about you. And if you're somebody who got really surprising feedback at your performance review, you know exactly what I mean, right? So they already have these opinions about you. So it would be better, I think, to know what they're thinking, to actually see if you're on the right track. The other reason it's far riskier not to go for a promotion is because you know, I have a client that has actually every single person at her organization except for the leadership team was furloughed during the crisis, right? So who do they keep? (laughs) You know, obviously, they need the leadership team. They need people at the top who have clearly defined value that they offer the organization, And those are the people that stick around. Those are the people that when there is a lot, you know, and it's not guaranteed, right? But if you're, if you deliver a very specific value to the organization, your chances of them getting rid of you are during economic downturn are lower, right? So that is another reason why it is riskier not to actually go for the promotion, And you might also be saying it's risky because I'm not ready and I'll be too stressed. And, you know, it's like I already can't handle my current job. So how could I possibly go for another job? Well, when you get into a higher level leadership position, you have more resources available to you to begin to delegate. You have more support. And I would venture to say that if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably pretty good at your job. Like, you know, you do have ideas, you have strategy, right? You just haven't had the opportunity to be able to communicate that with others. And the interesting thing about being in the leadership team meetings and having your voice actually matter is that your work actually gets easier. I mean, how many of you have ever worked really hard on a project that you loved doing and it just felt like it didn't even matter? It felt like you were in the flow and you really enjoyed it and it's just like, wow, life is good, you know? So so basically the excuse that it's risky because I may not be great at the job or I may not be ready is like, you know, it's just an excuse because... The thing is, is that they won't promote you if they don't think that you're ready to do the job. So if you accidentally get promoted, like some of the clients that hire me, right, they're already at the vice president level, and then they hire a coach, just hire a coach, get out of it. But at least you already got the promotion, you already got the title and the money to go along with it. And now you just have to fix some skills, right? So like, it's really, you know, Basically, as far as I'm concerned, it's actually a no brainer. And then the other reason why you might not be going for a promotion is that you feel like you just need to wait. You feel like it's not something that you openly ask for. 
It's not something that you openly talk about. And the only reason that people say this to me is because of culture. They think because their boss doesn't ask them about their professional development goals. Like some of you are very lucky to have a boss that talks very openly with you about this. And I highly recommend that as all of you move into senior leadership positions, that you become that boss that speaks very openly to your employees about their professional development in a very specific and directed way, not just once a year in a professional development plan. But, you know, so we think that because our boss doesn't bring it up, that it's not something that's, that's sad or important. And the only person in charge of your career is you. You are the only person that matters. So if you want something different, anything, whether it's a title or just more responsibility, then it is your job to schedule a meeting with your boss to talk about that opportunity very specifically. And then it is your job to have follow-up conversations to make sure that whatever plan you put in place is actually being executed on and you're moving in that specific direction. So don't use just wait and see as an excuse because it is your it is your responsibility to go after your own professional development path. Now, I really want to encourage you to think about some more reasons why going for a promotion is so important. I have a few examples from different clients and and one of the things that I want to share with you. So you may already know about title and financial reward, right? So if you think about it, like let's just say an average middle management position pays about $85,000 and an average senior or vice president role pays at least one hundred and fifty k a year, right? And this is just an average all over the United States. So in larger cities, this is more like middle management in the lower hundreds, but then senior management in 300 or 400K a year, right? So you can imagine that obviously what you could do with that amount of money over your lifetime, right? For your family, the resources that it would give you. Um, And I'm not going to go into this a lot because I know many of you are also not driven by money. So you're like, well, you know, we're he- we're healthy, we're safe, you know, I have a spouse that also has an income, you know, but just just kind of think for a minute and allow yourself to go there and to just really think, wow, what would that extra income really provide me in my life? Um I had a client that is um So we started working together when he was in his 50s, uh, but he actually told me that he actually first became CFO when he was 29 years old. 29, he became CFO for a company. And then the rest of his career, he has been CFO since then. So some of you think you have all this time ahead of you and you're like, well, maybe I'll go for that promotion like when, you know, I'm 
in my 50s or maybe a little later in life and then it will really matter. And, you know, I admire this guy so much for actually becoming CFO at age 29. And I'm sure he did an absolutely bang up job. And if he didn't know what to do, he went out and got the resources to figure it out. So then where does he go from there, right? He's already at the top. Well, there's so many places that he can go. He can solve different problems for different organizations. He he moved around companies. He moved industries. He just built his career up and up and up and up and up and up and up from there. I mean, there's so many places that you can go, but I just... I just want to tell you that it's not something that you necessarily have to wait until you're at a certain age to do. The only limitation in the possibility is really your mind and your ingenuity and your ability to really figure it out and become resourceful enough to find a way to get there. Another reason why it's super duper important to get a promotion is that many of you are actually smarter than the role that you're currently in. And um, this happens a lot because people who are subject matter experts um, will stay in a role a little bit too long because upper management actually doesn't know who will do their role for them, right? So this might be you. If you're constantly called to put out fires to solve really major problems, but you're never asked about strategy or vision or where you see the company or your team going, you're just asked like how to fix things, right? That's because you're a subject matter expert. So regardless of your title, that's what's happening. And and so what ends up happening is you get kind of boxed into this position that you can't fill with anybody else, right? Because you're the best person for the job. And, but you're smarter than it, right? Like you do have a vision, you do want more, you're tired of being in the weeds all of the time. And so you get frustrated, you get annoyed, you start to get resentful when they ask you to do things. You you have very poor communication skills or you'll roll your eyes because somebody who's above you is actually less talented than you. And so you might create a personal conflict at work. So you really run the risk when you're in these positions that are lower than your means, like lower than your ability of burnout, really, because you're going to get you're either going to cause problems within the organization or you're going to cause problems and friction for yourself that are going to leave you nothing left but to leave the organization. And then because you're leaving with a lower title, it's really difficult to find a new job because you have to convince the new person that you're, well, I know that my title said senior manager, but really it's like the equivalent of a senior director. So that's why I'm qualified to apply for senior director. No, they just look at your resume and they see what the title is. And they say, oh, no, she's not qualified. She's a senior manager. We're looking for a senior director, right? So you can talk your way into these positions, but it's a lot more difficult. So you're putting yourself at jeopardy for a new position at a new company, because you're actually qualified to work at a senior director level, but nobody else knows that, right? Your resume doesn't say that because you didn't actually get the title to match it. So it's another reason why getting a promotion is so important. And here is the final reason that I will leave with you. 
getting a promotion is imperative because of the person that you will become. So leadership is very different than where you might be currently. Leadership requires a certain level of resourcefulness. It requires a communication strategy. It requires an ability to manage up. It requires an ability to manage your own time and your own energy. It requires deliberate action. It requires strategic thinking, vision planning, not just for your team, but also for your career so that all of your strengths and abilities are completely aligned with the role that you're doing. And it requires you to work on your own insecurities. So one of the reasons why you are not going for that title right now could be because you don't think you're ready because you feel you don't feel confident enough to do the role. So when you actually have to find a way, you know, creatively find a way to walk into your boss's office and to say to your boss, I want more. I want more responsibility. When you're required to actually negotiate for your role ahead of time, not just like when you get hired, but for what's next. When it's required of you to talk about the vision when nobody's asking you to do that. Nobody's saying, well, what do you think? Well, what's your vision? No, it's required of you in order to get promoted to just start speaking up before you're ready, speaking up before you're asked. And when you start doing that and you learn the skills to be able to do that, the confidence inside of you becomes unwavering. You become more confident in all areas of your life. And when you finally do move into a senior leadership position, you'll be ready to actually make the impact that you want to make. You'll be ready to get hard feedback. You'll get ready. You'll be ready to manage crisis, to do hard things because you have done the hardest thing of that of all, and that is to actually ask for exactly what you want and go out and get it. So that is what I encourage all of you to do. And I so admire you for your willingness to just say, you know what, I can make a bigger impact at my organization. Imagine what you can do and all of the people that you can bring up below you if you're in an actual position of power and influence at your organization. Imagine the change that you could actually begin to implement. Imagine the lives that you could impact by being their best boss. When you become a manager of managers and now you're leading and responsible for over 200 people, 200, 300 individual lives that are impacted by having you be their boss, that is actually making a difference at your organization and it feels 
really darn good. So I encourage you to do whatever it takes to actually go for that promotion, to ask for the money to go right along with it and become the person that you were meant to become. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you next week. Bye. Before you go, I want to share with you a very special opportunity to work with me personally as one of my private coaching clients. My coaching program helps talented directors get promoted. My methodology takes talented professionals from underappreciated, underrecognized, and underpaid to respected rising star. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level, then I invite you to hop on the phone with me for a free discovery call. On this 50-minute call, we will get crystal clear on exactly what is holding you back from success. We will carve a path out so you can see what you need to do differently. And then I will tell you if my one-on-one coaching program is a good fit for you. It's risk-free. Sign up at stacymayer.com slash apply. That's S-T-A-C-Y-M-A-Y-E-R dot com slash apply.